Blog Talk Radio.
bless you. God bless you. Good afternoon. It is Saturday again, December the 15th, and you are listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and it's good to be here in the land of the living. Kurt Carr simply just said, I've seen him do it. There is nothing too hard for God. God in God, there is no failure. There are no faults. I find no faults in God. One of my favorite uh, scriptures is from Psalm 27 and 13. It said, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And then the 27th Psalm closes by saying, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So on this Saturday afternoon, I encourage someone to wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Don't faint. Don't fall. Don't trip. Don't fumble. Don't uh, rethink it over again. But just know that in God, there is no failure. And we've seen him do it over and over again. And we are in the Christmas season. And we know that God is a God of miracles. And in this day and time, you need to believe God for your miracles. Once again, this is Saturday. We're here every Saturday, Global Gospel, from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we want you to just reach out on, uh, reach out to us. We're on social media. We're on Facebook as Global Gospel. We're on Twitter as Global Gospel. We're on Instagram as Global Gospel. So certainly reach out to us, like us, leave us a comment, uh, leave us a song request, send us a friend request, and we'll be glad to get back to you. You can, if you decide to log on, simply log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. And remember that all our shows are archived, so you can listen at any time uh, that you choose. If you need to write us, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York. Our zip code is 11. Five five zero. If you need to call us and leave us a message, you can do so at area code five one six four eight one three one eight seven. You can email us at global gospel one seven at gmail dot com. And we do have a very special guest for you on on this afternoon, so we do want you to stay tuned. But our theme scripture here at Global Gospel we know comes from Second Corinthians, fourth chapter, and it begins at the, uh, it's the third verse. It says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And what is the gospel? The gospel is good news and glad tidings. It tells us that uh, Jesus Christ, and we know in this season, he was born of a virgin, Mary. It tells us, the gospel tells us that um, he lived, he healed the sick, he raised the dead, uh, the gospel lets us know that the blind received their sight, that the uh, cripple and the lame walked. And we know that one day Jesus did go to Calvary and he died for your sins and my sins. So that is good news because without the shedding of his blood, there would be no remission of sin. So we want everyone to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, We do thank God for all of our listeners. Uh, Today, I want to send a special shout-out to all of our listeners, those that are in Canada, those that are in India, Germany, uh, Norway, Turks and Caicos, Jamaica, West Indies, South Africa, uh, all across the United States, the North, the South, the East, and West. Thank God for all our listeners. Uh, Thank God for Brother Marlon. Shout-out to Brother DC. Shout-out to... Deacon Theodore Norman, uh, shout out to my mother, uh, just everyone that uh, listens in each and every week. Uh, thank God for uh, Randy listens in. Um, we just thank God for each and every one of you, and we encourage you to continue to listen to Global Gospel and let everyone know that we are on the air. We do have a special guest today. We're going to talk about uh, being a recipient of uh, God's spirit. And certainly we talked a few weeks ago about the gifts of the spirit. And um, we're going to play this song. Donald uh, Lawrence talks about the gift. And after we hear from Donald Lawrence, we will be back 
with our special guest. Stay tuned to Global Gospel. You were born with a grace. Uh. That grace is your gift. It's a divine enablement. If you work your grace, the grace will work for you. Company, teach the lesson. We gotta take your confidence. Yes, they will. For these systems were designed to make you doubt what heaven says. Don't you doubt. The systems of the world. These systems. We gotta take your confidence. Yes, they will. For these systems were designed to make you sit down on your hill. Don't you let. But the gift God gave to you. This gift. Give it back to him. Offer it up. When he sees it, operate it. Yes. Offer it up. And our guest is here in studio. Say hello, guest. Hello, everyone. God bless you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on this afternoon. How are you doing? I'm I'm great. It is a pleasure. So um, for the, for the listeners, um, you may not, and perhaps you don't recognize the voice um, right away. But so let me tell you a little bit about our guest. Um, Our guest for this Saturday afternoon is a graduate of Syracuse University and also Georgetown University. 
Uh, she has been in ministry officially since 2013, but has been singing for the Lord since age three or four. And she is an associate of the Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Roosevelt, Long Island, New York. And she's had the opportunity to sing with some incredible gospel artists such as Kirk Franklin and Kirk Carr. So I introduce to our listeners, Minister Jessica Henry. Amen. So she took time out of her busy schedule to be with us on this week. How was your week this week? My my week was okay. Um, the weather is a little challenging, so it's messing with my, my sinuses. But other than that, still blessed and highly favored, you know. Right, and then, and our voice is everything um, when you're a singer. Well, I'm not a singer, so <laughs> I only need my voice to preach, not to sing. But I do understand uh, the challenges the weather can bring. So um, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself, other than what I already stated? Absolutely, sure. So like you mentioned, um, I do go to the Lutheran Church of the Good Shepherd in Roosevelt, Long Island. Um, there I am what's called a diaconal minister and the focus of the diaconal ministry is extending the church's ministry of care and service, not only inside of the church, but outside of the walls and into the world. So, um, we will go with pastors to hospitals, to schools, to weddings, um, praying for people, extending love to people, however that looks. Um, I'm also a member of the choir at the church. I work with the youth. I am kind of in that in-between phase where I'm not the youngest person. There are people younger, but I'm certainly not the oldest. So there's a few young adults there that are trying to hold it down. But, you know, as you know, that population of Christians or believers isn't really turning to church anymore, so that's a part of my ministry is getting that population back to the church. Yeah. Right. I, I do understand that. Um, so, um, being in this in-between age where you're not a older person or a seasoned saint and you're not a part of, like, the little sunshine choir... <laughs> how do you how do you fit how do you relate to your peers you know, and yeah that's a great question um and I'll be honest in saying that it's challenging um where I am or where I serve on Sundays but I am blessed to be around people my age who do believe in the Lord who do go to church um, those who will have questions and challenge me and keep me on my toes and hold me accountable. Um, I have to find ways to feel like um, I fit in in this in the world of ministry, if you will, whether it's attending churches that have more young adults or um, listening to gospel music that is maybe more relevant to my tastes and my likes. Um, engaging in conversations about God, about spirituality on social media where people my age basically live. Um, So I don't feel separated from that world, if that makes sense. Right. I understand. Totally understand. So, um, so, I mean, everything in life uh, does have their challenges. Um, and you, we do push um, past that. So um, answering the actual call. And now you've been singing since a very young age. So yeah. um, so church is nothing new to you. Um, Correct. So, so making that transition into actual uh, ministry as, you know, as you said, um, visiting the sick, assisting the pastor and all that. What was that like for you? Um. Well, yeah, I've been singing in church and involved in church since I can remember. But um, I don't think that I experienced Christ for myself 
um, while I was a younger child. You know, the relationship that I had with Christ was through um, my parents, through my grandparents. I just went along with what they said and believed it to be true. And I don't think that I really felt that connection until I was in college. Um, I joined the gospel choir, and I was around other young people who were not um, afraid to worship. And to they did that with such intensity. It was so real. And I just didn't think that that was something that young people could do because I was always around, you know, a, adults who were doing that. And when we were little in that sunshine choir that you speak of, you know, it's just you're kind of there to be cute, you know. Um, right. So I really developed my own relationship with Christ in college. And I didn't want it to stay there. I didn't want it to be selfish because once I felt it for myself, I felt that it was necessary to share it. And for me, I understood that the gift that God gave me was singing. And I had always done that. When I graduated school and um, I moved back home, I went back to my home church, I started singing there. Um, But there was a minister there who said that it wasn't enough you know, that I could be doing more and that she saw a calling over my life. And she encouraged me to um, train to be this diaconal minister. And and I was very, I had a lot of um, anxiety about that because I just wanted to sing. Like, that was it. I knew that was my ministry. That's what people liked. That's what I liked. I felt closer to God. People commented that it made them feel closer to God, and I was okay with that. Um, right but I also knew that God required more from me. And so I, um, I said, yes, I answered the call and it's been a very interesting journey thus far with a lot of ups, a lot of downs, but it's certainly been fulfilling. Um, and it is, it's truly my ministry. It's the gift that God has given me and, it's a privilege to just give it back to him. Right. And, um, you know, and that, that's so appropriate. Now, one of these, these favorite songs is from Donald Lawrence, the gift. So, uh, that I'm sure that expresses that your life in some way. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we all have been blessed with different gifts. Um, God expects us to use them differently, right? But um, I think sometimes we don't realize that God wants to use us far more than our natural qualifications allow. So he really wants us to take those gifts that he gave us and share them to the world. And as a thank you to him, we have to give them back to him. So you can be a singer and you can sing jazz and you can sing R&B, but again, that's a gift that God gave you, and it is truly your ministry. So how will you give that back to him? And I just love that song because it does say that the systems of the world are going to try and manipulate those gifts. They're going to try and take them from us. But when we are using them to edify God, then absolutely they're going to stay with us and we're going to find our purpose within them. Right. And, you know, something you said um, about using your gift and it's important that we stay true uh, to who we are. And sometimes we do run into those controversial areas or I call them gray areas. Somebody told me that gray areas don't exist, but um, certainly we all have to live by our own convictions. And there's something Mm -hmm. that I watch. You mentioned R&B or jazz or whatever like that. Now, I, in my lifetime that I've witnessed, as well as your lifetime and the lifetime of many of us that are listening, um, several weeks ago, um, we know that the Queen of Soul passed away, uh, Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years ago, um, Whitney Houston passed away. And these people were um, major um, iconic celebrity images. Um, but whenever, when they passed away, the whole world was literally forced inside of uh, 
a worship experience or a celebration that was inside of a church or a sanctuary. Yeah. Whitney Houston yeah. did it. Aretha Franklin did it. And I think that was so powerful because their foundation was the church. And no matter what they did, they never really mm-hmm. strayed too far from their belief. And I, I just think that was yeah. powerful uh, to me, in my opinion. Absolutely. I agree with you completely. Um, you know, when we think of a lot of these singers, their roots are in the church. Um, and I think there's a purpose for that because, again, those are the gifts that God gave them. And their first, um, the first way that they expressed it was in the church and then someone heard them and they took off into um, what some might call mainstream. But regardless of their lives and what they did, they were still rooted in Christ. They were just tempted by the world that was around them. And so when we look at those funeral services, it's almost like a reflection of what's happening in the world. It's that we look at these people who are rooted in Christ, but somehow they had one foot out, one foot in, you know, Um, and it's an eerie reminder of that, that a lot of us um, live like that. So, um, for our listeners uh, that are listening in, and if they happen to read our post, um, the post today comes from Joel 2 and 28, and it says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. And I think that was... Um, that's a great way to, to lead into that because all flesh. So that means all means all, as my pastor says, but, you know, of course we have to recognize who we are in God and what our specific, specific gift is and our call to ministry. So what does that particular scripture say to you being a youth, being a, um, a daughter or, you know, being perhaps a minority in ministry? What does that say to you? Yeah, that's a loaded question for someone like me. <laughs> well, um, we, we, we'll answer as much as we can, and I guess to be okay. continued. <laughs> yeah, um, well, you asked, you know, as a daughter in ministry and as a, um, a minority and African-American woman, um, I, I love the Bible, um, and I am actually learning Hebrew to read the Bible in, um, wow. in Hebrew. And that's, um, that's tough. And so, that's tough. It is. It's very hard. But when you do read it in one of its original languages, you you see um, some things that may have been translated so many times that they've kind of lost um, their original meaning. And um, right. so you know, I read that and I see, you know, men sticks out to me, young men, old men, whatever. Um, but there are several examples of women who have the gift of prophecy in the Bible. You know, there's Miriam, the daughters of Philip, Deborah. Um, but the gift of prophecy was more bestowed upon men at that time. Of course, um, keeping in consideration the context and the time in which the scripture was written. But when Joel says that God will pour out his spirit on all flesh, I believe he means that God will draw near to all of us and he will make himself known and felt in a very real and powerful way. Um, When the spirit of the Lord is on us, he'll allow us to see things in a way that we have never seen before. We'll be able to see his beauty, his greatness, his holiness, and it will allow us to um, respond properly to all that we see. As a, young person, the difference between the young and the old in that statement stands out to me because I think that as young people, our imagination is so vast that it's not bound to dreams and that it's not bound to sleep. Whereas, you know, for maybe some older individuals, their imaginations just because of time and life and everything that they've seen might become limited. But once the spirit of God is on us, especially on young people, we will begin to prophesy, prophesy, excuse me, of God's greatness. Um, And we'll do that 
through the gifts that he's given us. We'll be able to use the gifts that he's given us to do that. So if it's the gift of music, we're going to tell the world about God's greatness through that gift. If it's preaching, we're going to do that. If it's writing, we're going to do that. If it's creativity, we are going to use whatever those gifts are to express to the world that Christ is real and that we're filled with his spirit, that his spirit is among us. And now that we see things differently, this is the vision that God has given us. Um, So, yeah, that scripture for me is kind of loaded, but in a nutshell, (laughs) that is what it means to me. Right. And, um, well, you said, you said, you did say a lot. Um, And like you said, and no, 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 not in a bad way. So um, it it is a load. And like you said, well, first you you talked about um, studying Hebrew and um, I don't, I don't envy you because I did take (laughs) one brief crash course in Hebrew and just the alphabet alone was a lot. The fact that there's no, uh, no vowels, but anyway, I won't, uh, but like you like you were saying about um, um, young people and uh, older people and dreams and uh, visions, and um, I think that was well stated because um, a lot of times our experiences, even even as a young person, I would I would say that you know over the years in my short life, perhaps my um, dreams have changed a little bit based on experience and mm-hmm. um sometimes it 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 can be life can be discouraging in certain areas but um we do have to push past that and um this scripture is definitely a reminder of that that you know we we are constantly getting older and um mm-hmm. certainly we don't want to we don't want our lives to pass us by without being who God wants us to be, you know. Yeah. Um so um and there there is a divide and as you talked about earlier, um trying to fit in as a young person, you know, in ministry or in church or whatever, there is a divide between the generations and um mm-hmm. we really do have to bridge the gap. And a lot of um churches I know within my um uh denomination they try to you know bridge the gap between you know young people and older people and um it's 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 not an easy task it's no not, um, but like you said you have to recognize what your gift is and i think when you know who your gift what your gift is um i think that is definitely something that you have to build upon your gift and you have to gain confidence in who you are and what Absolutely. you're called to do. Yeah. So um, I, think, I think we're going to take a break right now, brief break. Okay. Um, and come back just for all our listeners. Um, you're listening to Global Gospel. Our special guest is today Minister Jessica Henry, and she is um, from the Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Roosevelt, New York. And we are talking about um, being a recipient of God's Spirit. If you would like to call in and shout us out, you can call us at 619-924-0800. Stay tuned and be blessed. God favored me, Hezekiah Walker, Bishop Hezekiah Walker. Love is felt most when it's genuine. I had my share of love abuse, manipulated, and its strength misused. And I can't help but to give God glory. When I think about my story, oh yeah, y'all. I got a story to tell. And I know know you favored me. me. (laughs) 
Because my enemies, they did try, but they couldn't triumph over me. Yes, they did try, but it didn't work. I'm still here. I'm still alive. I'm still blessed. On my way to my destiny. Because the favor of God is on my life. Let me tell you about love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is felt most when it's genuine. I had a whole lot of people in my life who abused my love. They manipulated it. We're back. You're listening to our Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. We're listening to Hezekiah Walker. God favored me. Our special guest is Minister Jessica Henry. And um, we're just talking about being a uh, God's spirit uh, is being poured out. But certainly we have to uh, understand and recognize who we are in God. Um, before we, we're going to talk a little bit about music ministry as we approach the uh, end of the hour. Um, but before we do that, anybody you would like to shout out? That I would like to shout out? Yes. Oh, yes. Well, I'd love to shout out my church family. Hey, Good Shepherd. Um, I'd love to shout out my fiance, who is a reverend himself. He's a a chaplain for the VA and for the Air Force, and I miss him very much. Uh, my family, my friends, um, all the churches that helped rear me up, Memorial Presbyterian in Roosevelt, Union Baptist, all of the wonderful ministers and pastors, teachers and mentors that I've had, um, the musical directors that I've had, just yeah, I have a lot of love to give. So I can't name everybody, but if you are listening, know that you're not forgotten. <laughs> okay, that's great. And I'm sure that um, those that are listening, they, once again, to our listeners, if you missed the first part and perhaps you just tuned in, you can go back immediately following the show. You can go back, log on, and listen to the entire show because the show is archived. Okay, so um, before you became an actual uh, minister through word, you were um, singing. And was that something that someone asked you to do, or did you just want to sing naturally? Um, both and, really. Um, okay. I think the, I've always loved music. In fact, both of my parents are musically inclined. My dad's a beautiful singer. Um, I sing with my mom on the choir. My brother has a stunning voice. And um, music was always in the house. So singing at home along, even in the, the high chair, that was a thing. But um, <laughs> my my grandparents put me in a little children's choir when I was very young. And... I believe it was Christmas time, and we were singing Go Tell It on the Mountain, and they needed a soloist. And it wasn't because I was a good singer that they gave it to me. It was because I had a lot of energy, and okay. it wasn't until I started singing that they realized, like, wait a minute, she can actually sing. <laughs> and then from there, you know, when you're little, they keep asking you to keep doing it, and you just keep doing it and doing it. And um, that's what happened. That's cool. So and and yet and that has taken you certainly um, several places and with several people, correct? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, so in college, like I mentioned, I joined the gospel choir, the Black Celestial Choral Ensemble (BCCE), and um, with that choir, we sang with some amazing artists. Um, Kurt Carr, Hezekiah Walker, 
Kirk Franklin. Um, and then I started singing backgrounds for some people. So I had the privilege to sing with some amazing R&B and neo-soul artists. Um, and then when I graduated and I came back to uh, my church, there was a musical director there who worked with um, Patti LaBelle, and he had all these singing opportunities that he needed support with, and I got the chance to sing with him and with some other artists. So, yeah, it's, it's been nonstop, and it's been an incredible privilege. That's that's really great. Um, so and and you've gone to um, I take it is taking you out of state, in state, around the different yeah, places in the um, right. Nationally, <laughs> um, okay. I haven't. I mean, I've sang at weddings for people out of the country, but um, professionally, it's definitely taken me um, across the country. It's taken me to all types of denominations, small churches, big churches, small coffee shops to um, large arenas, 300,000 people crowds to very intimate settings. So, yeah. Wow. That's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that and that just lets us know that God's word is true. It says, the word says that um, your gifts will make room for you and bring you before great men. So um, it is so important that we know what our gift is. I don't think we can stress that enough on this afternoon, especially to young people, because so many young people suffer from identity crises and it just um, propels them into places and doing things that they should not be doing because they are not developing their gift. And it's so sad. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, once again, I do like to, would like to view for, um, sharing with us on this Saturday afternoon, taking time out of your busy schedule from ministering, from visiting the sick, from singing and all of that. Um, but before we go, um, what in conclusion, what would you like for all of our listeners to know about God or, um, you know, just what would you, your, your ministry, your life, what would you like to say yeah. to everyone? Um, I want you to know that Jesus is real. And you have to discover that for yourself. Your relationship will be your own. It will be a very intimate, beautiful experience. Um, And it's one that once you feel it, hold on to it dearly because there is room to completely change your life. Um, And I think that I'd be remiss if I didn't say in this, time and age that we're living in, one of my favorite scriptures that I'd like to leave with you all is 1 John chapter 4, verse 20. It says, whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. Keep that scripture in mind as you go through your daily lives, that There's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot of hatefulness around us. But remember that we are called to love one another in a way that we love God because we are walking examples of his gospel here on earth. And that's all I have. Right. I so um, agree with uh, what you said. I think that was well put um, because we do have to keep focus and we do have to keep scripture in mind. Everything we do needs to be based off God's word because it's true and it, God's word cannot and will not fail. So once again, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. Before, thank you so much. You have been a blessing to uh, Global Gospel and to our listeners. Uh, before you do uh, go, I would like for you to just... Um, Offer us a word of prayer for our listeners Because there's so many people listening from around the world And um, we may never see those people that we reach Or we don't uh, may never meet them personally But the good thing is that God's word does not uh, return into him void And one um, songwriter said that prayer can reach across the ocean Which it can Prayer can go where 
places we cannot go. So prayer is so important. Uh, would you just close yeah. us out in a word of prayer? I sure can. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you so much for allowing us to see this day, this beautiful day which you have made. Thank you, God, for getting us to the point where we've opened our eyes to this point right now. Anything could have happened in between that time, so we thank you. Lord God, for every person listening, for every person not listening, you know the needs, the wants, the desires of their hearts. You know what's keeping them up at night. You know what's giving them anxiety. So, God, right now I ask that you calm their hearts, you calm their minds, and you anoint them with your healing. Lord God, I ask that you help them to dream big, to dream visions that are bigger than them, God-sized visions, God, and give them strength through their waiting period. And, Lord, help them to hold on because you are coming. And you will make a way for each and every one of us. God, we thank you. We love you. We worship you for all that you have done, for all that you are doing, and for all that you will continue to do. In your beautiful, precious, holy, gracious name, we all pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you, and thank you so much for having me on. listeners for listening in to Global Gospel. Uh, special thanks and shout out to our special guest today, 
Minister Jessica Henry from the Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Roosevelt, Long Island, New York. And as we come to the close of the hour, as you go through next week and close out this week, as you're shopping, as you're preparing for Christmas and preparing for the new year, uh, we just want you to remember the scripture that we uh, used on today as we talked about being a recipient of God's spirit. Joel 2 and 28 And it shall come to pass Afterward that I will pour out my spirit Upon all flesh And your sons and daughters shall prophesy Your old men shall dream dreams Your young men shall see visions So we just want you to stay encouraged As you go through the week And uh, continue to log on to Global Gospel On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter If you find us there You can just click on the links uh, we're here every Saturday from 1 p.m. to until 2 p.m. I am your uh, host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. And as we leave, we are going to go out in this season. Um, Israel and New Breed has a um, Christ, uh, Christmas worship medley. And so certainly as we uh, conclude on today, uh, we will play this song once again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you to our listeners and our guests. Continue to keep Christ in Christmas. Tune again, tune in again next Saturday, same time, 1 p.m. until 2 p.m.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.